Welcome to the monthly podcast, The Wealth of Generations. If you like to build true wealth for generations, this podcast is for you. Albert Einstein once said, The faith of the human race is more than ever dependent on its moral strength today. Why should anyone leave a legacy? I will attempt to answer this preliminary question before all else with some of my thoughts in the form of 23 simple bullet points and then discuss them further. Number 1. All of the human progress is predicated on a legacy of knowledge and upon leaving a capital base to finance further growth. Number 2. The span of each human life is relatively short and, as such, does not always allow adequate time to go through each of the necessary stages of complex development of ideas and the means to execute them. Third, in evolutionary time to stand still is already to be outmoded. Four, success in just social competition for future generations require roughly even starting points to begin with a legacy of wealth and values, education, and capital. Five, to depend on a mere chance to provide a competitive edge is wishful thinking. 6. To imagine that hardship for its own sake breeds moral character rather than exhaustion and demoralization merely is erroneous. 7. To compete with the young by seeking to exceed the usual allotment of lifetime and resources is selfish and futile. The world follows the order of time itself and always moves forward. 8. Death serves the goal of winnowing old thoughts by eliminating those who entertain them. Older people assume that the era in which they live their lives is normative for all other periods. 9. Anger towards your children is a generational suicide. 10. To seek to control assets and their utilization from beyond the grave is to ensure that the world will never progress beyond your level of expertise. 11. To act like a god is the surest way to deprive yourself of salvation. 12. Excessive greed means retaining more than is right for you. In reality, the spendthrift is a miser because he is the ultimate destination of the goods that have been squandered. 13. The man who spends money to raise his social class, or his ego, is well along the road of destruction. Your only real legacy is that others think well of you after you have died because of the example that you have set. 14. Often, those seeking to find dynasties seek to preserve their name rather than benefit their heirs. 16. The average length of a generation is 25 to 30 years. 17. After 100 years have passed or three generations, those who will receive your largest will only be related to you as follows, children 50%, grandchildren 25%, great-grandchildren 12.5%, great-great-grandchildren 6.25%, great-great-great-grandchildren 3.1241%, that is 5 generations or 125 years. So, assuming that you live for 80 years, before another 80 years pass, your youngest direct relatives will only be related to you by about 3%. In the vast genetic shuffle, your card will come up about six times in 100 draws. 18. You can forget the project of founding a dynasty and realize that your generosity should be confined to those who are alive to thank you for it. And by the way, 
Think about transferring some wealth when your prospective heirs are still young enough to make a discernible difference in the quality of their lives and open doors of opportunity that would otherwise be closed to them. 19. You cannot suppose that the future generation's areas of progress in human contribution or skill set are identical to yours. 20. Above all else, you cannot use your success to belittle future generations or your money to control others. 21. To leave some legacy is a mark of your contribution to the life process as a whole, but that legacy can take many forms other than only money. 22. When you die, you will only keep the things you have given to others and nothing you have received in your lifetime. Unfortunately, we often focus on the monetary value. But monetary value alone is an inadequate measure of real worth. Many of the most precious things in life cannot be purchased, and we can never scale them or directly convert them to a monetary unit. Leaving legacies of many types of creative achievements is likewise not scalable, but they are real for all of that. My book's message is that we should strive to provide a monetary and non-monetary legacy for the coming two or three generations. Beyond this, with the possible exception of land, it is nearly impossible to calculate future values from present conditions. Few of today's most significant companies barely existed even 20 years ago, and many companies that were once household names now no longer exist. Money always changes form as it is invested in new assets to meet new needs. Capital exists to enable ideas. By leaving a monetary legacy to our immediate heirs, we are saving them from the exploitation and waste of resources that flow from poverty. Talent is stimulated by life challenges and is stifled by the artificial roadblock of poverty. Our newspapers carry the daily record of those whose families are trapped in cycles of poverty, all of which are fed by having limited options. There are only 24 hours in a day and only 7 days in a week. Genius does not keep a time clock, of course. Still, if talent and the occasional intersection of opportunity with the means to take advantage of it means were constants, there would be no need to leave a legacy. All equal prosperity would be the ultimate chance of all people and all nations. Today, we know that equitable opportunity is not a reality. The exploitation of the weak and the unfortunate is our legacy from the beasts. What is human in us demands far more than to create more cunning human animals. We leave legacies so that civilization may proceed. Only brutal minds respond first to force, the talented among us are motivated by desire and inspiration. Often mere chance, dishonesty, or cunning creates riches where little of lasting worth has been created. It is the privilege of those whose worth is primarily based on the net worth to support activities with higher social value. Naturally, the first is to see to those closest to us in blood and affinity. There is also a place for outreach to outsiders. A general benevolence should help us recall that the distinction between relatives and strangers breaks down beyond one or two generations. We are all part of the universal family of humankind. Those who do not see and respect the human dignity and freedom to grow without coercion of people near at hand will never learn to embrace a universal charity. We live in exciting times. The baby boom generation has retired. The average life expectancy of both males and females is in the 80s in America. Meanwhile, the younger generation, the ones whose social security payments must support the extended retirement of the past generations, are coming to maturity. 
Younger generations are now growing up in a widespread dwindling post-war American middle class. This new reality tends to breed mistrust and a lack of communication between generations. We should think very clearly about the message we want to leave for our children. Suppose our only example to our children has been to set before them the example of conspicuous personal consumption. In that case, any legacy that we leave in money should come with the wish that they do not follow our example. Above all else, we will not imagine that it is wise for our heavy skeletal hand to reach from beyond the grave to constrain and limit them as they live their lives. Those whose experience of life has led them to conclude that their children should serve to enshrine their parents' memory are only retaining a vanity that should have been given up during their years of growth to maturity. Fully mature people realize that real wealth lies in the ability to share their wealth with future generations. Life is for the living, the ghosts of the past must finally let go. What is past must serve the future. Before we can build transgenerational wealth, we need to create harmony between generations. We will never leave a legacy if we are unwilling to let go of what we have. It is not the business of the present generation to waste time building endless memorials to what has been, but to prepare for future growth and development. The arrow of time flows in only one direction and so must the resources of the earth.